are talking about listening to God, listening up. <laughs> if they'll stay. And as I said, God is a God who speaks and we can see that. And I, like the word of God in my life is so precious that God speaks through his word to me in my life. And in Hebrews, it says that the word of God is alive and active. And as I said earlier, I believe that God has spoken throughout history, but speaks today as well. But something that as I was praying about this morning, one thing that I was reminded of was I was taken back to Sunday school. So I came to this church when I was six, year, six years old before then, was at another church. So most of my memories of church were here. Now, the building didn't always look like the building looks now. We used to have a sports hall. Does anyone remember the sports hall? Yes. The sports hall was my favorite place. It was where I spent most of my childhood at campaigners, at youth, at Sunday school. After church on the services, me and my friends would go in there. There'd be the hatch from one side, which is the sports hall, and the hatch from the other side, which the adults tend to go in that side, and we went into the sports hall, where we would get our juice, our cordial, and our biscuits from the hatch on the sports hall. I have so many great memories of that. Now, I can't recall everything I learned in them times at Sunday school. But there are some times where some of the things that I have very vivid memories of, very strong memories of. And one of these one day was, we used to have our kids program, then we would split up into our little groups. And I was in my group with the other children my age, and we had one of our kids workers. And she shared a parable, the parable of the sower, who's heard the parable of the sower. So she shared the parable of the sower and she shared about how we were like the soil, the ground, and that actually the word of God coming into our lives, she talked about us being like good soil so the word of God would grow. And there was something that day that was imparted into my life where I always wanted to make sure that I had good soil, that my life was good soil for the word of God to fall on. A little shout out to any kids workers in here, don't underestimate what we teach our children because that has stuck with me all my life. Over the years, I've read that parable and being honest, there can be times where I focus more on like those that I'm leading and praying that the things that the children and young people here will fall on good soil. But just recently, I read it again um, and something jumped out at me of looking it at the perspective of my own life once again, looking it at the perspective of me. And what am I doing when I hear the word of God? What am I doing with that word that God gives me? And so I want to read the parable to us this morning, and it's found in Mark 4, verse 1 to 20. And it says, Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake, The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake, while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. 
He taught them many things by parables and in his teaching said, listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seeds, some fell along the path. The birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came out, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants, so they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some 100 times. Then Jesus said, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but those on the outside, everything is said in parables, so that they may be ever seen but never perceiving, and ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they may turn and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows a word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others like seed sown on rocky places hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others like seeds sown among thorns hear the word. But the worries of life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others like seeds sown on good soil hear the word, accept it and produce a crop some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. Whilst reading the Gospels recently, there's a few times where Jesus says, and we hear it in verse 9 in this parable, where it says, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. What does that mean? Most humans have ears, don't they? But some Bible translations put it like this. Whoever has ears to hear, let them listen. Some would say there's a difference between hearing and listening. And a few differences that I looked up are these. That hearing is the act of perceiving sound and receiving sound waves or vibrations through your ear. But listening is the act of hearing a sound and understanding what you hear. Hearing is one of the five senses and it just happens all the time whether you like it or not, unless you have a hearing problem. Listening requires concentration so that your brain processes meaning from words and sentences. Hearing simply happens, but listening leads to learning. Hearing is a skill where you use only your ears. It's one of the five senses, but listening uses different senses, like the senses of hearing, seeing, or sense of touch. And I know like some of us have maybe done the course with Clive about active listening and your body language and everything matters when it comes to listening to people. Hearing is an involuntary act where simply receive vibrations through your ears. Listening is a skill that lets the sound you hear go through your brain to process the meaning of it. You know, I often find myself saying to my children, you're not listening to me. The truth is their ears can hear the sound, 
but they're not listening or understanding what I am saying. To the point with one of our children, I did wonder whether he did have a hearing problem, but he did test all, like he did pass all hearing tests and things like that, and it just seems he's got selective hearing. So that is with one of my children. For us, when we come to hearing God's word and hearing the voice of God, are we just hearing a sound or are we listening? Are we listening to what God has to say? Because when it comes to listening, there is a responsibility on the hearer's side. There's a responsibility for us that are hearing. Have you got ears to hear what God may be wanting to say to you? Are you truly listening to what God is saying? And looking at the parable today, Jesus said that the word of God is like a seed. And that seed can get planted in our, in our hearts and then has the potential to bear fruit. Jesus here focuses on the hearers, not the seed. It's the hearers, the soils. And some people actually call this the parable of the soils rather than the parable of the sower. So what are we doing with the word of God? What are we doing when God speaks to us? Even this morning, God may have spoken to you in that stillness. What are we doing with it? Is it just a sound we hear or are we listening to what God is wanting to say? And in this parable, Jesus picks out four things of the soils. And I'm just going to quickly go through these and just pick out a few points. The first thing is, is that the seed can fall along the path. It says some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown. Sometimes we can hear God, but never give it a second thought. We can just hear it and that's it. And you know what? The, Satan doesn't want that word to take root in our lives. He doesn't want the word to take root in our lives. And we see in John 10, it says, the thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Talking about Jesus. And actually that passage in John 10 is talking about Jesus as the good shepherd. And one of the things it says is that the sheep know the shepherd's voice. The enemy doesn't want the word of God to take root in our lives. And it's important that we give time to the word of God in our lives, that we are thinking over it. Yeah. Do you know, do we just come to times like this and come and hear, go out the door and never think about things that God maybe has spoken to us? Is it just a Sunday morning thing? And I know Anna mentioned that last week, but are we giving time to truly hear God's word and let it take root in our lives? The second thing was that it felt, some of the seed fell on rocky places. It says, others like seed sown on rocky places hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Some just give up when it just gets too difficult. You know, Jesus never promised following him would be easy. That was not a promise we were given. And when things get difficult, are we just going to give up the word or are we going to hold on to it? Are we going to hold on to the word of God, the precious word of God? 
In Galatians, we read, you were running a good race. Who cut cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? Let's not let anything cut in on us holding on to the word of God. Let's not give it up. Let's not settle for a comfy, easy life. But let's hold on to the word of God. Are we people, and I've grown up in church, as I said, and you can go to youth camps, conferences, you can be in church on Sunday, and sometimes we can live for the experience of the hearing of God's word. So like there it says, um, they heard the word and at once receive it with joy. There can be that great feeling when we hear the word of God. But actually when it comes too difficult, we just kind of give up on it and not let them words like develop root. We kind of are living for the experience, but not actually wanting it to go any further than that. Let's be people that actually allow God's word to take root in our life, that hold on, hold, really truly holds on to the word of God, no matter what life may throw at us. The third thing was the seed grew amongst the thorns. And it says still others like seeds sown among the thorns hear the word, but the worries of life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. The cares of the world choke out the world of God. There can be so many cares and worries, can't there? So many things that we carry so many things, so many things that can fight for our focus. You know, when I was learning to drive, there was one time when, you know, you can go on A roads, but you can't go on motorways. And I was at a, some traffic lights and the A road went that way and the motorway went that way. And my driving instructor said, turn left here. I heard him, but I didn't listen. There was a car in front and I was just focused on this car. I don't know why. I was just thinking like, daydreaming looking at this car in front of me the light turned to green this car went off in front of me and I followed this car my driving instructor took the steering wheel spun it up to the a road and we're like Natalie what on earth are you doing you can't go on motorways did you not hear what I said and I said to him I said my driving instructor was called Brian he's (laughs) not my dad it wasn't my dad it wasn't my dad a different Brian and I said Brian I did hear you I heard what you said but I was too focused on the car in front and I just followed the car I'm really sorry sometimes we can be focused on so many things that it takes our focus off what God is wanting to say in our lives and we look at the story of Mary and Martha and I know Erin mentioned that a few weeks ago that on part of that, it said that, Mary, uh, that Martha was distracted by many things. She had all the prepa- preparations to do. She was distracted. But Mary sat at the feet of Jesus and listened to him. And Jesus said to Martha, 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 you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Let's not get so distracted that we miss out on hearing God's word and allowing it to take root, that they don't choke out the word of God in our lives like the thorns choke out the seed. And um, I'm a, a few weeks ago, she talked about seeking first the kingdom of God, that we can have so many worries, but we need to seek out, we need to seek first the kingdom of God. Let's be people who do that. 
Let's be people who allow the word of God to take root. And although there are so many worries and things that can go on in this world, that actually it's in that stillness where we focus on God that we can get that peace, that peace. And lastly, lastly, we come and the band can get back up. Lastly, we come to where the seed falls on good soil. And it says, others like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. Some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. The word of God is is to produce a crop. It talks there about the multiplication, the crop. You know, the Fosters, we ate the first of our crop yesterday. We um, have strawberries that we grow and yesterday was we had three strawberries that were ready to eat um, so Keaton and Evelyn had one there two of my children they love strawberries so they had some and that's a sh- shout out to my uncle Nigel who a good few years ago gave me loads of strawberry plants and he'd be happy to know they're still going strong and we got our first crop of the strawberries yesterday You know, fruit, we are created to be fruitful. In Genesis, God gives the command to go and be fruitful. We are created to to produce fruit, to multiply what God has given us. And so in order to allow God's word to be fruitful in our lives, we need it to take root. Fruit comes when the plant is fully rooted and able to get the goodness from the soil. We need to make sure in our life that when we hear the word of God, we allow that word to produce, to take root, to get root so that we can produce fruit, fruit, the fruit that God has called us to produce. So let's position ourselves in a place to truly hear God's word and allow it to take root, root that produces fruit. I want to be a person that has ears to hear and ears to truly listen to what God is wanting to say and that that is able then to produce fruit in my life, fruit that glorifies God. And I felt for this morning that there was a little bit of wanting to prepare the ground. We're talking about listening up over the next few weeks. And even as a church, we're going through such an exciting season where we've, with life groups, with um, we've got the discipleship course with John Andrews and all, lots of different things that are happening, which are great opportunities for us to hear the word of God. But what are we going to do with that word? And there's a little bit of this morning where I felt God wanted us to prepare the ground that right from the onset, we would be people that say, yes, we are going to allow that word of God to fall on good soil and we are going to allow it to take root in our lives so it produces the fruit it was intended to produce. So let's make sure in our lives that we don't let anything rob us from allowing that word to take root. But actually, we think on it. We don't allow, we don't give it up when things get too tough. That we don't allow the worries and the troubles of this world to choke out the word of God in our life. But actually, we allow it to take root in good soil for it to grow and produce fruit. So that is my challenge for us this morning. My challenge is what are we going to do with the word of God that we hear? Are we just going to hear it as like a sound that comes in? 
but are we actually going to truly listen and do something with it? Because the responsibility is on us. So as we come to worship now, we're going to, and I just want to leave that challenge with you. And as we come, as I said, as we come through the next week, so maybe this week, whatever it is for you, that may be just something, a thought to keep hold of, to just think, what am I doing with the word of God? Am I allowing it to produce fruit in my life to take that route? And so I would love to, if you would all stand with me, I would love to pray with you before we go into a time of worship. Yeah, dear God, I thank you that you are a God that speaks, Lord God. We thank you for your precious word. And dear Father, we pray that we would be people in our lives that allow that word to fall on good soil. Soil where it grows, it takes root, it grows healthy. And that there's a crop that comes from it, a multiplication, fruit that comes from it in our lives, Lord God. That we can live the way you have intended us to live, Lord God. That we would live lives that bring glory to your name, your holy name, Lord God, we pray. So Lord God, I pray that you would give us ears to hear is to listen to what you are saying to us, Lord God. Amen.